Computer says yes. I'm on Jack Jump on Mountain Dew. Computer says no. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. You're listening to the Social Media Club EDU Podcast. All right, this is the Social Media Club EDU podcast. This is Billy Strotter. I am the... God, I forget this every time. What am I, Mike? What do I do for Social Media Club? You're the treasurer. Thank you. And I'm joined by Nikki Little, the Social Media Manager at Identity. Mike McClure, who is the Social Media Club Vice President. No, President. President. Thank you. I'm the Vice President. That's right. Nikki Little is the Vice President. And Mike, who do you work for? The Yaffe Group. Thank you very much. After about five or six podcasts, people will remember who that is. And then Joanna, who is with B4B Connect, who is our awesome sponsor at these events. Yeah, You can say hi. Hi. <laughs> I wasn't sure what that's I was supposed perfect. to say after that. No, that's cool. So we have some housekeeping that we need to do. Um, first of all, um, some exciting news. We have um, a 2014 corporate sponsor. You want to talk about yes. that a little bit, Mike? Yeah, we've got uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan as ponied up to be our corporate sponsor for the year and they're bringing us our next event which is amber naslin coming in on april 30th uh to present how to thrive in the digital world with a collaborative business culture which she's uh she's done some books she co-authored the now revolution um she's president of her own company now sidera works and it should be a really good event with a lot of good good learning plus Free refreshments, and it'll be at the fabulous Pony Ride. So, that's April thirtieth. Look for the event on our Facebook page or Eventbrite. Well, that sounds like a good time. Thanks, Mike. So um, tonight we had blogging for business one hundred and one, and Nikki gave a phenomenal presentation. Um, and you started out talking about the importance of getting or why getting to get serious about blogging, and you mentioned uh, building trust and authority. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so one great thing that I think blogging allows everybody to do is to have their own content publishing form. So, you know, it's different than, I think it's still important to engage in media relations. I think it's still important to engage in advertising. It's important to have an integrated marketing campaign style and program, but the really great thing about blogging is that you can talk about what you want to talk about. You can build your own credibility. You can build your own story. You can build your own authority. And, you know, you get to say what you want, when you want, and how you want to do it. So that's what I really love about blogging. I love the customization opportunities. And, again, it's just it's your own retail online to do whatever you want to do with it. Right. And that's you said something about your own publishing hub. Uh-huh. What did you mean by that? Yeah, so something that, I'll give an example of Verizon Wireless in the Midwest. We've been working with them for more than four years now at Identity. And the reason why we launched their blog back in 2011 is because they wanted to tell hyper-local stories related to 
partnerships they had in the community, events that they were hosting, media blogger, device reviews that they were doing, and they didn't have that opportunity to share those stories on the national site. This was prior to now the national team has a very big online presence, but they didn't four years ago. So we launched a blog that was very, very hyper-local to the Midwest area, which there are 15 states in there, and we were able to tell those hyper-local stories where we didn't have the real estate, the online real estate, to tell about them before. And blogging really helped us to accomplish that, and it's just grown leaps and bounds from there, and we've built amazing partnerships. We've grown our readership from hardly anything to 50,000 visitors last year. So it's been a really, really cool experimentation and trial and error. But again, it all goes back to that that online publishing hub and telling your own story if you don't have if you don't have anywhere else to tell it. No, that sounds that makes perfect sense. Now, Mike, I know you write quite a bit of content for the Yaffe blog. And so how do you guys use that? Um, you know, do, are you using it for driving traffic, for awareness? Um, mostly trying to establish thought leadership in, uh, in a couple of different areas. We have, for instance, we have a number of clients that are retailers. So we, every Tuesday we do Retail Tuesday, and we write a blog that pertains to retailers. Um, we do a lot of marketing, we do a lot of culture stuff, so it, there's a rich, wide variety of things we can write about, um, so part of the time it's it's covering all that stuff, building thought leadership, and part of the time it's targeting specific groups that we want to target as possible clients. You know, Nikki had talked about um, finding inspiration for your blog, um, and I know, like, what example with B4B, you have a blog that, that you manage to us. So wh- where do you guys find your inspiration for your blog? So part of it is just what people are talking about. Um, the blog mo- mostly focuses on how businesses are finding success in the southeast Michigan area. So a lot of it is just what people tell me they're interested in hearing about. And it's actually a really organic experience of when I create one blog, that leads to the next blog. Because whoever I talk to during the first interview tells me about something else awesome that's going on in Detroit. So it's a really easy process in that way. Very cool. Now, now Nikki, would you mind expanding on that a little bit mm-hmm. on some ways that um, if you're just getting started in blogging on how you can find inspiration on what to write about? Sure. One of the easy ways that I always recommend to people is to talk to your customers or clients and figure out what they're interested in learning about. So if you're a somewhat larger company and you have a sales team, ask them what the top five questions are that they always hear from customers or clients. And I guarantee you'll find some themes around that. And you can use those typical questions to create content for your blog. So one example, um, I actually learned this from Marcus Sheridan. He runs a site called The Sales Lion. And he, I don't even, I think he, I think he runs a business or used to run a business uh, about fiberglass pools. And that's a very niche topic. So what he did is he took the top five questions that he, people would always ask him about fiberglass pools and he wrote content around that so that when people were going online and searching for those questions, they found his blog post, they came to his site, and a lot of times they ended up being new customers. So that's just an easy way to start with some content ideas. Uh, some other ideas I had was just, you know, looking up. You can look at what competitors are doing. You obviously don't want to copy them, but you might see something that they wrote about, and that will spawn an idea for you. Look at what news and, and media and bloggers are covering related to your industry. Um, use You can talk about company culture, company news. You know, I wouldn't 
focus all the content on your blog about that, but you can you can sprinkle that in. But I, I, th- I really do think a great place to start is just by talking to your customers and talking to your employees. You know, we have a, a lot of business clients that are very shy about getting into blogging because they're concerned about how are we going to manage it, how can right. we make sure that we're putting um, out content, and can we keep up with it. Right. Do you have, anybody have any recommendations on what do you say to get the, the C-suite to buy into that? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's important to have a team behind it because a lot of times if it is just one person managing it, it's going to fail because that person has too many other responsibilities. So something I mentioned during the presentation was you don't have to be somebody from the marketing department or the PR department to contribute to the blog. Talk to people in sales, in HR, on your office admin team, in legal. I mean, they could help you come up with some really interesting content ideas. And if they're not good writers, you can spend 15 minutes interviewing them and then you could write the post for them. But, you know, whether it's just one person serving as the editorial director, but they get contributions from within the company, or it's a team of people writing, I, I think it is important to, to get more voices, more, more um, input from other people throughout the company, because if it's all on one person, unless you're a one-person startup, um, it, it's going to be really, really hard to manage it. And another thing that I felt like I, I repeated a couple times during the presentation that I feel is really important is you just have to start. You have to start somewhere. Figure out your goals, figure out who you're trying to reach, figure out what you want to talk about, and then just start. You know, you, you, you have, just with, it, with anything, you have to start somewhere, and you'll figure it out along the way. Maybe you'll realize it's not right for you, but at least you tried. Anybody else have that? We do that, too. We will interview people with it that say, oh, I can't write, or mm-hmm. get them to write it and then rewrite it for them. So that way you get them involved. Uh, I've also done... Things like if it's, say you're coming up on a new year, where you can ask everyone in the office to send you their predictions for the following year. And then you can do a whole blog post just pulling the best responses from, you know, and anyone in the company can contribute to a blog like that. So you occasionally just do a blog post where you just ask everyone in the company a question and pull the best responses. And that gets people involved that would never be involved. I feel really like, like yeah. yeah, no, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So that's I think I'm going to press a button that says something about... I feel like I should say something so smart. You just, you said something You've got smart. the smart <laughs> button. I do have the smart I button. The smart it's button. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, and we, you know what, we do that as well. I, I love that idea of, of interviewing people and then turning that in, into a blog post. It makes it really easy yeah. to generate some content. Now, speaking of content, how important is a content calendar? I think it is very important because whether you're blogging once a week or five times a week, it just helps you stay on track. And like I mentioned during the presentation, the last thing you want to do is get started. You have some great content. You It's a new month and you're sitting there staring at a blank screen because you have no idea what you want to write about. You just always want to be planning in advance. Like you do with anything in your business, prepare and plan in advance. Look forward to what's going on in the industry, what conferences you might be attending, what big things are coming up in your business, what you know relationships you're going to be building, and plan content around that. So I would say at Identity, we like to do at least a month out with our content, um, but if you can at least do a week, that's helpful. And if you have things on your content calendar, you're more likely to keep up Exactly. With what you're doing. It's holding you accountable. It's staring you in the face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tuesday's, com- Tuesday's coming rest. around again. I need to write another retail post. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny how often, um, once you do get corporate buy-in, 
how many websites have you gone to where you look at the, the company blog and it hasn't been updated since 2011? Right. And you, you touched on that when you were giving your, your seven tips mm-hmm. on the importance of consistency. Right. Right. Just... Right. Like I said, pick a pick a frequency and stick with it. If it's just once a week, that's okay. I, I would try, if, especially if you're doing this for business purposes, I would try to not do anything less than once a week. I think that's a good minimum barrier to aim for. But like you said, that's the last thing you want to do is get it started and then it dies and then you let it sit there and people find it and it's like, oh, cool, they have a blog. Oh, wait, they haven't wrote anything since 2010. So if that's the case, if you have that right now, delete it. What was that, crickets? That's my cricket button. Oh, exactly, yeah. Crickets are living there because you have no content. So, again, going back to the accountability thing, stick with frequ- pick a frequency and stick with it. How often do you update the blog? It's b4bconnect.com, right? Right. You, you like that segue? I gave the... That, was, that was really lovely. Was um, so, as we talked about, um, it would be really nice to have a team, right, for a blog. Yeah. Um, it's only me. So, um, I try to publish once a week and I try to make it the same day, the same time. Um, I'm not sure if that, I, I actually am wondering, is that even beneficial to make sure that it's the same day every week? I don't think so. Unless you really are, you're building awareness around, you really want people to know every Tuesday at 10 AM, B for B connect puts out new content. I don't know if that really matters so much, but I think it's just more important just, just to update it frequently. You should look into some guests posts from people that can really help you to to add to the content so you're not the only one maybe three for you in a one in a month and one from somebody else i would love that <laughs> yeah and you know we found on some of the larger blogs that put out content daily yeah. that it's really helpful to put out you know people start to expect you know if you're taking advantage of like tipsy tuesday or mm-hmm. wacky wednesday or whatever See, I don't know. Tipsy Tuesday. Yeah, I've never even heard of Tipsy Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there for a fact, maybe. But the idea is that you're, you give, you're giving a tip on a Tuesday, and it's the same every week you're getting right. that out. So if you're right. running, say, an automotive-type site, that that's how you would use that. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a really good point. People then will come to expect that. You know, they, they know every Friday you're going to answer a question from um, somebody in your community, and you're going to do it in a two-minute video post. Yeah. They know to expect it. I think that's one of the things I like the most about your Yaffe blog is that you have, like, days that you choose to write about certain things. You guys used you know, to do an used, ad of the week thing. Yeah, but I was going to say, we did ad of the week every Wednesday. I've been slacking lately, but, uh, yeah. So that was something, and that was something that actually did drive a lot of traffic and people mm-hmm. came to expect it, so. Well, you know, we're actually coming up on our uh, our 15 minutes, so what I want to make sure that we get to is, is talk quickly about some of the platforms that people could use. Um, now, I'm sure we all know WordPress, love, right. and, love and know WordPress, but what are some of the other platforms? So one newer one that's gained a lot of popularity is called Medium. The founder of Twitter is actually behind it. So, um, and I remember the exact phrasing, but they, they brand themselves as a beautiful writing platform. So it's essentially, um, it, it's kind of more tailored to storytellers, people who are actually trying to tell interesting stories. Um, I'm not sure how many businesses are using it. The people who I know use it more as a personal blogging platform, but it has a really, really pretty user interface. So if you're less concerned about the business aspect right now and you just want to get started 
writing something, I think Medium would be a cool platform to start on. So I think that's one of the more newer ones. And then LinkedIn has recently introduced its own um, blogging platform within LinkedIn. So on your profile now, instead of just putting a short status update, you can actually write a full blog post within LinkedIn. So again, if you want to start small and you're not really ready to branch out to WordPress or any of the other blog platforms, start on LinkedIn and see how much traction you can build there. Yeah. You know, and WordPress has a very good large community for people who are looking to get started. In fact, they host a um, a conference here in Detroit yearly um, called WordCamp. So, um, but, you know, real quick, because I don't want to leave this out, um, we know that SEO is really important. And what sort of role does blogging play in search engine optimization? A huge role, a huge, <laughs> huge role. <laughs> so, you know, you have your website, and that kind of serves as your as your online brochure in some sense. You know, you're not frequently changing the content on your website unless your product or business is changing frequently, which isn't likely. So you have to have a way to be driving people to your site and producing fresh and relevant content that people are going to find through search engines. And that's the beauty of blogging, is that you can, going back to the establishing authority, credibility, thought leadership, knowledge, serving as an industry expert, you can figure out what you want to write about and then hone in on those keyword phrases that are most important to your business and then plan content around that. And if you want more specifics on the SEO, look at my presentation. (laughs) Since we're running out of time. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So in your presentation, where can we find that? It will be posted on SlideShare, but you can also, if you follow me on Twitter, Nikki, N-I-K-K-I underscore little, I will share it on there and on my LinkedIn profile too. All right, awesome discussion, guys. Anything that you'd like to add in closing, Mike or Joanna? Come see us on the 30th. Awesome. So with that, uh, we will catch up with you guys next time. And we have a podcast to catch up on, which is YouTube for Business 101. So once we track Graves down, we will get that going. So until next time. Bye. Computer says yes. I'm on Jack Jump on Mountain Computer says no. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.